Hi kids, welcome to episode 2, series 5, volume 9, part 6, book 1 of an adventure so bold and staggering, it makes Star Wars look like a Tony Blackburn home movie. Talking about football. Football, yes. My goodness, what a game! Look, um, there, there is, there is the uh, Euro <laughs> Championship going on in in Europe for the yes. soccer. There is the Tour de France that yep. started the other day, and but the big thing that everyone around the world is talking about is the Saints win over the Tigers. Oh, and didn't we just win that game? We we yes, two goals. That's that's um that's a big win. Well, what would be the odds? You're you've done a bit of betting on football at times. Yes. If you had walked in and wanted to put uh, say ten bucks on uh, Dan McKenzie kicking as many goals as the <laughs> Richmond team. Uh-huh. You would get very good odds. Very good odds, I'd say. Dan McKenzie, a noted goal kicker. I think he's kicked about four or five in his career. Yes. And he's kicked two. Is he doing the yeah, yeah with the hair, hair? (laughs) Yes, it looks like it. Because I noticed that they were ruffling his hair and as he was running off, he was trying to put it back into place. Yeah. Just to know look up on the screen to make sure it was, yeah, not have, hanging off to the side. Have you ever seen somebody so happy after kicking a goal that they stand <laughs> there and watch the scoreboard to watch the replay of it and have a oh. huge grin on their face? Yeah. No, he. it was well and truly worth it. Um, he, he, without doing a lot, he yes, two goals, the equivalent of the entire Richmond Football Club. And I know they've got injuries, but um, we have too. Yeah. And that really annoyed me. The the commentators in the last quarter just started going on and on about the fact that Richmond have some players out. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there thinking, yeah, we've, we've still got about 10 guys out. Yes. Yep. And, and you know, when they start playing well... Watch out, St Kilda. They'll be coming back. Yeah. And I'm thinking, we, we just didn't give them the football. Exactly. That, that we kept it off off them really well. Um, we weren't weren't afraid to switch sides to try and find a better option. Um, yeah. It, it just looked like one team was prepared to grit it out and, and put their head down, and the other was like, well, if we, if we throw it forward, we can do a bit of flashy football and that might be enough to win. Yep. Um, I think uh, our defence needs a round of applause too with, uh, yep. well, all of them basically down there. Yes. Um, 
they they just smothered the Richmond forwards. Yes, they didn't 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 let them um, have a lot of free football. I know the first two shots were um, a player running past. Yep. So someone to take a mark, and then they hand passed it to someone who ran past, which which they said was a concern. I don't think I saw them do it, do it after that. No, the, they woke up to it. And that, yes. Yeah, I, I don't recall them doing it for the rest of the game. No. So, mind you, they didn't exactly have many shots at goal after that either. I know they kicked, well, they kicked 2.10, was it? 2.10. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, it just shows, I mean, we copped a lot of criticism when we kicked badly. Yeah. Uh, didn't hear the same sort of criticism going towards Richmond that we copped. No, no. And I did like, um, I think it was Wayne Carey who said, well, the Saints aren't playing finals football. And I thought, possibly not. But if we've just beaten the last year's premiers, we must be in with a chance. Like, yeah, if we play football like that each week, we're going to win more games than we lose. Yes, I would prefer it to be about round five instead of round 15. But still, it was like I put a cross through St Kilda's name, Richmond, no, you're good. You're still fine. Yeah. I'd be more likely saying, are Richmond going to make the finals? Not saying whether or not St Kilda are going to. I mean, there are a few other sides that are have better percentage and are closer to Richmond than we are. Yes. Uh, yes. Richmond could easily drop out next week. Yes. I, I did see we have some hard games coming up. Oh, don't we always? <laughs> <laughs> We've got Geelong down here at Geelong. Oh, yeah. We have West Coast over in um, Perth. And oh, there's one other one which I looked at. Thought those are three very difficult games. But again, if we win those three, then then watch out. Yeah, I mean, it's too early to write anyone off, apart from maybe the bottom couple sides. Yes. Um, if they can, if a side can make the finals then you can't write them off, you know, if it's possible for them to make the finals. Because yeah. we have seen teams in the past that, you know, go on a run and win, you know, five or six in a row and other teams lose two or three in a row and suddenly it's all changed. So, um, yes. look, a, a lot of people thought Richmond were going to win easily like they did the first time we played them and oh, uh, didn't yes. work out that way. Yes, I was talking to someone who had a friend at the game and said, yeah, just waiting for us to get flogged. Like, that was, you know, not sort of, oh, I hope it's a close game. It's like, yeah, we're going to lose. So um, fingers crossed that, that it won't be a flogging. Yeah. Well, I well, thought we- the same thing, but uh, uh, like you, I forgot about the game. I actually thought we were playing on, yep. for some reason I thought it was Sunday. I don't know why. Yep. 
We Don't played you? Brisbane up in Brisbane. That was the other game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we have Collingwood this week. And then uh, Geelong, Brisbane. Yeah. And West Coast. And West Coast. I'm just having a quick flick through to see if I can find any easy games. Um, we played Port Adelaide. Oh, great. <laughs> it might it might be over here though. West Coast, uh, we play Carlton. I'd love to think we can beat Carlton. Yeah. We play Sydney. I think we should have beaten them last time. Yeah. And then there's Geelong, and the last game is we play Fremantle over here. So boys, it's up to you. If you really want it, you'll yeah. do it. Look, if we make the finals, we'll deserve to be there, as simple as that. Yes, yes. And the safest dare man of the match was Luke Dunstan again. Yep. He's He's, making uh, a bit of a run for the Trevor Barker Award. Got a lot to catch up on uh, Steele and uh, Crouch. But, uh, I don't know if you read Big Footy, but there was a, a perfect example where they had um, Luke Dunstan. I wish to apologise for. And then there were little boxes you could tick at the side <laughs> or all the re- – you did, did, did not see it? No, I didn't see it. Oh, as I'm having a chat, I'll see if I can find it. It was quite funny because it was basically – all the people, including myself, who thought, now he's done and dusted. Yeah. And since he's come back into the team, he's, um, yeah, he's really turned it on. He's probably playing the best football of his career at St Kilda. I would think so. Yeah. Yes. Consistently, too, not just one week and then nothing for a few weeks. No. He's, he's played really well. And, I mean, we all, we've written off a few players. You know, we wrote off, uh, well, not we, but I wrote off Sinclair last year. Yes. And uh, obviously he read that and he said, I'll show Peter. And uh, <laughs> uh, he hasn't looked back yes. since. Uh, How dare Peter suggest I'm, I'm dumb as a player. Exactly. Uh, Loney's been written off. After every bad game he's played, but you know, he's yeah. come good, although he's out of the team at the moment. Um, Mackenzie, yeah, yes. still unsure about him. Although he, yeah. has, he has played pretty well, but you'd think if we had our full squad, he wouldn't be getting a game. Yes. But yep. you never know. No. Uh, second best player was Paddy Ryder. Yeah. Who we all wish was 10 years younger. <laughs> or, oh, yeah. Or even, even five years younger. Yeah. How long do you reckon he can keep playing for? Well, he certainly came back fit and ready to go. Mm. And I think the break did him really, really good. So, like, He's come back ready to play. And um, I thought Marshall was probably finding his way into the game this week. Like he wasn't um, playing the way that we know he can. 
Yeah, he's probably still feeling his foot, getting it right. Yes. And he also uh, lacks match practice as well, so. Yes, but uh, the way that he was able to get the ball down to our players, it, it made a big difference. Yeah, uh, I think just having him out there makes a difference. Um, and he took uh, a couple of contested marks when they were heading into their forward line. Yeah. So so it, it just showed to the Richmond players, we can't just keep the ball long into our forward line. He's going to mark the ball. Yeah, exactly. And uh, when you've already got guys like Howard down there, um, you can't afford to have a, a ruckman like Ryder or Marshall just drifting down to yes. either punch it or take a mark because it's very hard to outmark them all. And the third player was, once again, Jack Steele. Yeah. He's just uh, clocking up those points. Yeah, um, I mean, if he's not getting best on ground, he's getting second or third every week, so yeah. for, for us. Yeah. So he's and, probably, and I know... I was going to say, I know that those are Saints fans picking who they think is the player of the match, and coaches obviously have different criteria where they avoid, uh, sorry, they award points. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just day in, day out. And I saw a statistic which was that Steele, Dunstan and Crouch had two more clearances than the whole Richmond team. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. The way they so, play. That's that's the sort of football we want them week in, week out. So yeah. um like Grundy is a top ruckman for the pies, but if we've got those three on song in the middle, then um it doesn't matter how good he is with his tap-outs. If we can shark the ball, we'll be doing well. Exactly. Um, we've been, we've been um, very lucky to get Crouch because uh, yes. he missed the first two games and then was a bit missing for his first game. But uh, since then, he's been up in our top group of players every week. Yes, he's, he's certainly found his, his form. Um, I found this here. Now, now, often you'll see something will be liked, and and like you know, if ten likes is good, twenty is absolutely fabulous. Yeah. This has got something like fifty likes, <laughs> and it says Luke Dunstan apology form to Luke Dunstan from and the date reason for behaviour, box one. The media convinced me he was done. Box two, I didn't watch the actual games. Box three, I only looked at St Kilda uncensored. <laughs> Box four, I don't know football. Five, I was jealous of his midfield craft. Six, Mercury was in retrograde. And seven is, I will hereby respect Luke Dunstan and I will not talk down on the future first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> yep, that's that fair enough. That is very good. 
Look, even yeah. after he came back into the side this year and his first game, where not, not his first game, but the game where he, uh, his first really good game he played, I think was against, was it against Carlton or somebody? I can't remember. That? Um, a few weeks ago. Um, I can't remember who he played and he got, he got best on the ground and, and kept somebody really quiet. Oh yes, yep. Can't remember who it was, it wasn't Carlton, but it was somebody like no. that. Um, and, uh, even then there were people who were saying, oh yeah, but his disposal and, you know, like, yeah, 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 whatever. Yes. Yep. And that was, uh, 11 men, one cup who provided that Friday at 10, 17 p.m. So yeah, nice post. Well done. Very yes. good. Do you have a, um, Player of the day at all? Do I have a player of the day? Um, well, I'm going with uh, a player, and it's his attack on the football. He didn't get a lot of statistics. I think he had um, nine possessions, four tackles, kicked the goal, but um, Ben Long. Yep. When, when he was going for the ball. He let everybody know that um, he wasn't prepared to step aside for them. Didn't matter what size they were, he just put in and went for the football. So he he's my player of the day. Yeah, it, it was the Ben Long that we we grew to love. He yes. had that bit of aggro back again. Yeah, uh, I think maybe those um, suspensions he got mid last year sort of rattled yeah. him a bit. I hope he's got a tape of the Adelaide guy who whacked Hunter Clark so that whenever he's charged again, he just brings this out and says, are you watching this? Yeah. This this was considered to be no charge, no penalty, not even a fine, and I would refer this one to my actions and, yeah, you're picking on me because I'm an Indigenous player. Exactly. And it probably still get two or three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Four weeks down to three. Yeah. yeah. My play of, the, play of the day is uh, a Richmond player. He, he played 55% of the game. Right. He had one hit out. And gave away one free kick, and that's uh-huh. his stats. Yep. So he was negative two. Samson Ryan. Yes. Just a young kid, but uh, yeah, not a big day. <laughs> not a big day. Out. Probably um, they went in too too tall. Yeah. And, um, yeah. He, I remember the incident where he got injured, and. Um, he went into the St Kilda player and and he, he just didn't protect himself. Yeah. Yeah, he's still learning the game. He's still got, uh, you know, like um, uh, King, you know, he's still got to learn when to protect yourself, when to, you know, bump and all that sort of stuff. 
Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought uh, that's uh, not the best stats, but no, uh, kind of funny when you look at it. <laughs> well, minus two. Minus two. Yeah, it sounds like a ruck one we used to have. <laughs> two, yes. Um, once again, I'd like to point out that Dougal Howard um, played his trademark defensive game. Yep. And uh, again, thank you to, to the people at Port Adelaide who decided he was surplus to requirements. Ah, uh, yes. I think we're going to have... Uh, a defender for a decade who will just be absolutely brilliant. Those guys at Port Adelaide must be feeling pretty foolish right about now. Oh, um, yeah. And um, I, I just think that the coaching staff just need to have on his folder never to play as a forward. Yeah. Just we're not going to swing him forward. He plays defensively. Um, if he's um, followed his player down and he's free and he runs past for a hand pass, has a shot for goal, not a problem. Happy for him to do that. But so long as he sticks with his player, stops them from scoring, um, yeah, he's doing a great job. Exactly. I, I love sort of seeing him head towards the back of the pack and there'll be just this great big fist over the top and punching the ball out of bounds. Yeah. He doesn't get outmarked very often, does he? No. No. He, he tends to know when he can mark it and when he can't, um, which is, or used to be, that, that if you were behind, you punched. You didn't try and outmark the person in front of you because if the ball came down between both of you, the umpire would pay the person in front. Yep. It's it's easy to forget how young he is too. Yes. Because the way he yes. plays, he plays like a veteran. Um, I, I think, what is he, about 22 or something like that? I think so, yeah. yes. Um, I, I did catch some of the Collingwood game. And um, I smiled at the scores were level in the last quarter. Yeah. And one of the uh, Fremantle players had pushed his player and then went to run on to get the ball. And um, the umpire paid a free kick to the Fremantle player. Oh, I saw that. Yes. And, like, all he needed to do was go, sure, free kick, I'll stand here, I'll stand on the mark. But he argued, he argued, he argued, he eventually threw the ball back, and the umpire said, 50, and put the guy onto the goal line. Yeah. But it was a shocking free kick, though. It was a shocking free kick. But he's never going to change his mind. The yeah. umpire's not going to look up at the um, TV screen and go, oh, I got that one wrong. Exactly. I'll ball it up in the middle instead. Never going to happen. Exactly. Sometimes you've just got to shut your mouth and, and take it. Yes. 
Yes. Um, Dougal Howard is 199 centimetres um, on the 25th of March to E turn 25. Oh, he's 25. Oh. Mm. So he's still two or three years away from being at his, um, like, the best age for a footballer. Yeah. Which I think is around 27, 28. Yeah, for sure. I do want to mention another player too, uh, Josh Battle. Probably played yes. his best game for the year, I'd say. Right. Um, he had Didn't... 21 disposals, took eight marks, four tackles, um, and he's been struggling to get the ball for the last few weeks, and he's probably been a bit lucky that we've had injuries, otherwise he may have been dropped. But yes, uh, he bounced back this week and uh, did well. And, um, yes, we mention injuries. So our medical sub lasted as long as it took for the warm-up before Billings was injured and Caulfield came into the team. And then just before three-quarter time, he got injured, which meant that the new medical sub, Leo Connolly, came on and played, and I think he did rather well. He did well. He well, he played for, a, what, a quarter, basically? Yes. And quarter. I think he had uh, 11 disposals. So. Yeah. And he, he looked like he had a bit of pace, um, kick with both sides, of the body, so left or right foot didn't seem to bother him. Yep. Um, and did some beautiful passes too, low, quick, um, hit people on the chest. Yes. I think they so might they, have found somebody there. They may, and and that came about by pure fluke, an injury to a player, medical sub on, injury to medical sub, and then he got to come on. Yeah. Um, if if not Sinclair, uh, if Caulfield can't play this week, then they might be able to find a place for him. Yeah, I'd say Caulfield will miss at least a few weeks because it's a hamstring injury. Yep. A uh, bit of a worry too when I saw, watched the replay and watched the players all walking off at the end of the game, that uh, Jimmy yes. Webster had the big ice pack on the back of the hamstring as well. Oh, uh, that's... I'm yeah, not sure if that was a precaution or whether he'd injured himself late in the game or something. Um, yeah. As usual, the uh, commentators never mention anything about it, but uh, uh, fingers crossed it's just precautionary. Um, I said on track to regain Jack Billing, but Nick Coffield will be out for four to six weeks. Yeah. Uh, a good thing was uh, I noticed that Sandringham playing the first game for about four weeks because of COVID. Yes. Uh, they yes. had a good win over Richmond Reserves. Won by 40 points or, yeah, I think it was 40 points. That's, yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah, and uh, uh, some players, we've got some players back in there that uh, helped. Uh, big uh, Paul Hunter had a big game apparently, won like 40 tap outs and had yes. a heap of marks, but then 
Richmond were short of a ruckman in the reserves. Yep. So, um, but even so, uh, you know, you can only beat what they put out there. So. Um, and now, um, new recruit, he got a couple of possessions, kicked the goal. Yep, yep, Sh- kicked the goal. Shaman, is it? Something yeah, Shaman? Yeah, Shaman. Yep. Um, oh. Always good to get your first goal. Yes. Uh, he'll be happy about that. Uh, uh, Sam Dunnell. There's a name. Yeah. So, um, yeah. He used to be on the Saints he, list, didn't he? He was on the Saints list. He kicked four goals. Yeah. Loney had 20 disposals and kicked two goals. Kent had 26 disposals, one goal. Um, Cooper Sharman um, suited up, finishing with 10 disposals and his first go- goal after showing his natural football ability and skill around the contest. No, that's good. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if, um, well, if Caulfield, well, I'd say he's definitely going to be out for at least yes. a week or maybe a couple, hopefully not any longer. Hopefully it's not yes. one of those terrible 10-week jobs or something that happens to some people. Yep. Yes. Um, yep. I'd say, as you said, I, I think Connolly will be in the team next week. Um, yes. Not sure if Frawley played for Sandringham and I didn't see anything about him. No. I saw on the injury list he's still two to three weeks away. Oh, really? He must have had a, a relapse of whatever it was that he was off for. I think they said calf muscle. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, still no sign of Hanabry playing? No. They keep having no. to be confirmed now rather than... I mean, they had two weeks, a few weeks. Oh, a couple of months ago they were saying two weeks. And now they're just yeah. saying to be confirmed, which usually means they have no idea. We, no. Um, calf to be confirmed. Jack Vitell's concussion to be confirmed. Yeah. Um, Gresham, Carlisle, Patton, season. Geary, 10 weeks. Um, Hunter Clark, 6 to 8. Zach Jones, 2 to 3. McKernan, 1 to Frawley ones to Billings test, so um, perhaps Billings and Bytel might be the only two on the list that stand a chance of getting into the team. Yeah. So then it comes down to uh, that must mean that Joyce, oh yeah, I saw that Joyce played it for Sandringham, so did. Yep. Uh, depends on whether who are we playing next week. Collingwood. Collingwood. Yeah. Um, depends on whether they need another big man in the in the back line. Although Wilkie um, Wilkie took uh, Rewalt for a lot of the game. Yes. And uh, did a very good job. Um, I did read there was a suggestion that. Um, one rule for one, another rule for another, but um, if Toby Green goes up for a mark, 
with stops first at free kick, but Jack Rewell tends to be play on. Yes. Yes, I noticed that he... I can't remember who he, who he did it to, but uh, yeah, it wasn't very nice. No. And, and like, um, I saw Sinclair with a very unrealistic attempt at marking. (laughs) And he he got his hands up, he might have been a chance, but no. His his hands were too busy trying to steady himself on the guy's shoulders. (laughs) Yes, it was funny. It was. That was a good effort, but uh, you do have to at least get your hands up to look like you're going to take the mark. Yes, yes. You just throw your hands up and at least... Make contact with the football down by make or play on. <laughs> no. Uh, it's not that uh, he's known for his uh, spectacular marks anyway, so well, he saw the chance and thought, I'm going to go yeah. for the big specky. <laughs> and uh, he did all right, actually. He jumped up all right, but then he, he had to use his hands to try steady himself, and the ball just sailed over his head. I'm sure he'll get a bit of a rubbishing at training this week. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was very funny. Although he did do that uh, that awesome bit of play. Uh, I don't know if you remember that he tapped the ball towards the boundary line. He's been chased by a Richmond player. Uh, at last moment, he sort of swung around, which threw the Richmond player onto the ground. He kept the ball in, played on, and kicked it straight to another St Kilda player. Yeah, um, yeah, he's certainly um, playing a lot better. Oh, he's full of confidence. I think that's that's a big difference. Yeah. Oh, he he saw... knows where he's going to play every week now, and yep. uh, he's uh, he backs himself to run off. Yes. And uh, create play when he can. But he's also mm-hmm. defended well too. I saw him take an intercept. And then he hand passed on and kept running and took the kick and then kicked it downfield and kept running. And um, so when the ball was in dispute, he was there as an option to get the ball out to him. Yeah. So he, he just ran and ran and ran. Yeah, I think he's, he's taken a, a few lessons from um, Hill in the running department because, yeah, he does. He just tends to take off and and run. Um, Another guy that we should mention is uh, Ryan Burns, who uh, sort of snuck into the side a few weeks back. And uh, he's he's playing like he belongs. Yes. Um, I think uh, I can't see him going out of the side uh, unless we have everybody back to, to play. Of course, we won't because some players are missing for the season. Yep. Um, but he's playing well enough to hold his spot in the team. Yes. He, he, he's saying, you know, if you drop me, then there better be someone in the seconds playing better than I am because I'm doing everything you're asking me to. Exactly. I mean, he had another 20 disposals. Um, yes. Which is... Uh, Oh, if, he, if he played for another team, he'd probably get a Rising Star <laughs> nomination. The Rising Star nomination, yes. Now, I have some questions for you. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, got any for me? No, I haven't. 
I've been very lazy this week. I've been too busy watching replays of the St Kilda Richmond game. Oh, it's been on repeat a few times. (laughs) Even though I know the result. Yes. All right. Who am I? I was born in Boosie, Victoria. I played 122 games and kicked 187 goals for the Saints before coaching them for 50 games. I would have mm. played more games for the Saints, but um, the First World War curtailed the, the amount of games played. Okay. In an atmosphere of unrest, I was informed my services were no longer required. I transferred to the Essendon Association Football Club in 1909 before requesting a trade back to St Kilda in 1913 because the pub I bought was less than a kilometre from the club. (laughs) Priorities. I was refused permission to play with the Saints until 1914 when I celebrated by kicking 10 goals to the hinds with one of those points hitting the post. I was known as Long Dave for my extraordinary place kicks. Dave McNamara. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. With one kick measured at 85 metres. Actually, talking about him, he was mentioned on the broadcast of the St Kilda Richmond game. Yes, that's what I thought of him. Oh, okay. I can't remember what the context of why they mentioned him. It's probably just Brian Taylor rambling on or something. Was it Brian Taylor? I can't um, remember. As a point of interest, refused permission to play with the club until 1914. Why was that? Uh, um, They just didn't want him back playing with St Kilda. Ah, oh, that'd be all right. And what happened in 1913? Oh, we, uh, yeah, we lost the, the replay game. of the, oh, I don't know what you call it. We won the grand final and had the replay and and lost. Is we that how you call grand, it? Yes, we won the grand final and they said, well, we finished on top. We've got right of reply. So we played a second game which we lost. So perhaps with him in the team, we might have won. And wasn't that the last time they had that? The um, place kicks? No, had that uh, that rule oh, yes. about being, yes. if you finish on top, you got to choose, uh, you got the chance to play off, off against the grand finalists. Yes. That, no, that that rule was, yeah, it was, it was tossed out. Yeah. Typical, it's always after St Kilda gets destroyed by it. <laughs> like the drawn grand final. Yeah. Yes. Oh, dear, oh, dear. And I've got one for you, which is what TV show am I? I ran from four seasons from 1970 to 1974. Mm-hmm. The show produ- proved popular, but fame took its toll. In 1972, one of the stars appeared nude on the cover of Rolling Stone in a cropped 
Annie Libovich photo. Of the six cast members, only two of them sang. Um, Partridge Family? Congratulations! Oh. You have a winner. So who uh, were the two that sang? Um, David Cassidy yeah, and obviously. Stones, uh, the mum. Oh, she sang? Yes. Oh, okay. In 1971, Nelson Bradley produced a board game. They're best known for the Smash debut single, which spent three weeks at number one. I think I love you. Yes. Yes. I think I love you. When I was young, obviously, uh, prime school or high school, I'm not sure which, but when they used to show that Partridge Family is still on TV, um, every now and again before the show started, they actually showed that, performance of them from the show singing that song yep and they'd say uh, before the show started they'd say uh, now it's the Partridge family and then this girl would be up on stage and say and who's the Partridge family and she was obviously shitty because of something that David Cassidy had said to her in the show or something I can't remember but uh, and then they sang that and um, my sisters used to love it. They used to turn it up really loud, and I'd go, oh, no, and run uh, out of the room. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I'm going to uh, shout out to my mate called Dale Cousins, who used to have a picture of him on his mirror. And when we lived in Brunswick and we're heading out, he would not move until he had his hair exactly the same. <laughs> he combed it and combed it and combed it. Oh, dear. Um, uh, him and Leif, Leif Garrett. Oh, yeah, remember him too. So, yeah, they were on the camera. That, sorry, they were on the uh, mirror and, um, yeah, ready to go? Oh, not yet. <laughs> Show starting. Oh, I'm almost done. <laughs> Oh dear, they were terrible days. Yes, yes, and and the irony is he has no hair now, so um, <laughs> perhaps it was all the combing back in the in the seventies. Yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh, it's like uh, my sisters also had a big thing for. Uh, David Essex, they, um, oh, yes. they were yeah. in love with him because, uh, you know, he used to sing those songs <laughs> and he'd have the, yep. the light shine in his eyes to make them sparkle and all that. And then uh, uh, a few years ago I was watching, um, oh, it was a British, British show, um, Talkback show, I, I can't remember who it was, but uh, David Essex popped up and sang a song, one of his old songs. Yeah. And he's fat and bald. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I thought, oh, I wonder if my sisters have seen this. <laughs> uh, yes, should have, should have recorded it. And yeah. Still sounded you. the same, though, mind you. Yeah, uh, he had a good voice. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I must admit, I did like David Essex. He, he had some good songs, but... Um, and, and I enjoyed listening to Julie Covington. Oh, yes. Thank you, David Essex, on the War of the Worlds. Yep. You know, the big one that they produced. Yep. And, and uh, nothing, like no music career. So I don't know if it was who you knew or what songs you had or something, but it just surprised me that she had this great voice and then nothing. Ah. I always wondered what happened to her. Yes. Maybe she decided to have a family or something like that. Who knows? Could have. Yeah. Or did stage shows or something. Well, I remember that... Um, she Kate had a great Bush, voice. Um, when Kate Bush brought her albums out, um, and then she had a family, and when she decided to come back for come like a, a concert tour, the, the ticket sold out really fast, and um, people from all around the world went across to England to, to see her perform. Yeah, because she wasn't going to do a world tour. No. But, um, yeah, I mean, if I had the money, I would have gone over and seen her too. Yes. She, yes. Quirky, but great songs. Yeah. Yep, that's true. Um, I'm just trying to think of the title of that, the last album that she had out. Oh, um yeah, no. Oh, it's gone. It was a double album she brought out. Yeah, um, I liked it too. Can't can't remember the name of it. No. Um, I think one of the songs was "Women's Work" or something like that. Yeah. And, and that was a good song. Yeah. Uh, she was yeah. a great singer. Yes, she was. Well, I think football's done and dusted. Yep. Uh, we'll we'll brush off. My voice, and perhaps tomorrow we might be able to do the reading podcast. Yes. Because you've got a rather interesting name to read about. Uh, actually, uh, my, my voice is going on me. I might, I might have to oh, skip no. it. <laughs> you might just get through the reading part, and then once you get to the story, it's just on. Oh. <laughs> No, right. you'll be. I and as I said, I had to look it up, see whether I was saying it properly, and I wasn't. So, yeah, it'll work well. Yeah, uh, right. that should Thank be good. You, Peter. All right, Neil, take care. Catch you tomorrow. All right, see you later. Okay, bye. As per usual, we're going to finish with the Gaelic song written about St Kilda, Ireland, which is just west of Scotland. Enjoy. Hush, my kippers, shame, whatever, for the meagre goose of wood. Hush, my kippers, shame, whatever, for the meagre goose of wood. The dignity won't be sported, picking, Polly, kiss the sheep at all. The dignity won't be sported, picking, Polly, kiss the sheep at all. Hush, my kippers, shame, whatever, for the meagre goose of wood. Hush, my kippers, shame, whatever. Me at the me at all when you 
Oh, the meek of good support. 